Hi guys, um, welcome to season one, episode one of The Snob from the Projects. I'm your host, Edward J, and yeah, um, I don't really have a strong intro for this podcast yet, so um, bear with me, but um, <clears throat> I have been meaning to uh, record this podcast for a minute now, but um, I am a bit of like a struggling perfectionist, or a recovering perfectionist rather, and um, I don't know, I feel like I've just been waiting for the right time to record it, or I guess in my mind like the perfect time to record it. And it's like, what, it's like two o'clock in the morning. And I just, I suddenly got the urge to record. So I'm just going to go with it. Um, my goal with this podcast is to just kind of open up, share my thoughts, ask some questions, ponder on some things, because... If you know me well, um, which you don't, but um, <laughs> I, I have a lot of questions and a lot of thoughts, and that's what prompted me to start this podcast. Um, I thought I would talk today about um, self-doubt and the journey in life because um, I am definitely on a journey. I just turned um, 26 not too long ago. Um, And I feel like I'm just coming into myself as a person, but I feel like no one talks about just the layers of, like, self-doubt you have as a 20-something. And I feel like this topic is something that everyone is struggling with. We're all struggling with a version of self-doubt. And... I find at times, like right now, (laughs) um, I'm resisting the urge to edit myself because I feel the need to say everything perfectly. And um, I find that when I get like this, I don't give myself a lot of grace. And I feel like that's the biggest, like, symptom of, like, A, like, perfectionism and B, self-doubt is, like, I just, like, don't feel like I'm qualified to say anything. (laughs) And it's, it's, it's interesting. Like, I, I have... 
a version of myself that exists in my head where I'm the most confident, well-spoken, sure of himself, you know, person. And I feel like um, my perfectionism, you know, and makes me feel like in my real life that I have to be the that version of myself that I see in my head and um you know I'll never fully be the version of myself that exists in my head because I'm not perfect and none of us are perfect and um this past year um you know of being 25 now turning 26 also kind of just like being a survivor of this very interesting like life-changing pandemic i've just been beautiful forced beautifully to um go inward and examine a lot of the things that made made me who I am and whether it be like trauma, whether it be triumph, whether it be, I don't know, a random happening that took place like five years ago, you know, I'm just, um, I find myself in constant um in a constant need to reexamine and reexplore all of the pieces of this mosaic that like make up who I am as a person and the man that I'm becoming and I find myself in um a constant state of gratitude, which is great. And, you know, I pat myself on the back for it. But um, I don't know. I, I have this critic in my head. And I was actually, I was watching an interview earlier today um, with the artist, the musical artist, uh, Russ, and he was talking about, um, he did an interview with, I believe it was um, Cambridge College, um, and the video was on YouTube, and he was talking about um, the critic in his head. Um, I can't say I'm the biggest fan of Russ's music, not because I don't like it, simply because I haven't really given myself time to sit down and listen to it. But um, I always, when I see the bits of the interviews that he does, I always resonate with something he says. So I, I thought I would sit down and watch the interview. But um, he spoke so, like, beautifully and poignantly about um, 
you know, our inner critic and self-doubt and he was saying how his critic um okay so Russ was basically saying that you know he's this big artist now and He's always been chasing something. And, you know, like a lot of us, we feel like um, with whatever we want to be in life, um, we all want to be successful. But he was saying how, you know, with him being an artist and winning awards, it's like he could win 20 plaques like you know 20 trophies 20 awards and he won't celebrate the 20 awards you know his mind the critic won't let him celebrate the fact that he won 20 awards rather the critic will say once you win 21 awards then you'll be fulfilled then you'll be happy and then you win 21 awards but he's still not happy. And, you know, it's so, for me, it's so, like, it's so fucking cool to see an artist, a huge artist who has obtained all of this success, commercial success, musical success, like accolades, plaques, adoration, applause, like, it's so cool to see someone on such a big stage be so vulnerable and honest about his journey um, and his and his 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 feelings of inadequacy, because, um, you know, that interview came to me at it's such a pivotal time in my life. It really resonated deeply with me because. Um, I, I feel like personally in my life, um, even, you know, with the strength and the courage to do this podcast, um, I've achieved quite a bit of success, um, simply because I've, you know, achieved things that I dreamt about and that I sought after but for some weird reason and this is kind of what prompted me to like record you know right now um I just cannot seem to shake this feeling of imposter syndrome and 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 I just I constantly feel like a ghost who is observing my life. Well, a ghost who is observing my wins and my accolades, <laughs> or my wins, we'll just say my wins. Um, I, I feel like a ghost who's observing my wins and not relishing uh, or you know, rejoicing in the wins for too long. Like, I'll rejoice for a second, or the way I do it is, 
something great will happen. And I'll kind of like tick it. I'll kind of tick the win box and like do a little giddy dance. And then like I move on. And it's because um, I don't know. I just feel like for some reason it's going to go away or it's going to be taken away from me or someone's going to find out that I'm not really who I say I am. And that's really what it is. Like I've worked, it's crazy. The crazy thing about imposter syndrome and just doubt is like, you can work so hard and I've worked so hard and so smart to get to where I am now. But the, the thing with self doubt and imposter syndrome is you will still feel like you didn't do anything. It it's and and I'm still I'm still trying to get to the root of what that is. I don't know if it's influenced by the outside, if I've let people get in my ear, if the root cause just hasn't been discovered yet on my end. I don't know where it comes from, but it leaves me feeling very annoyed um, um, and frustrated because um, my biggest thing is I don't want to look back at anything that I've done in like five years and not remember how I felt or um, regretting the fact that I didn't celebrate when I was supposed to. Um, Or that I'll just, like, I don't know, like, I'll just not experience the gratitude that I deserve to experience. hope that makes sense it's it's a weird feeling imposter syndrome it's a really interesting feeling but um back to the russ interview um uh russ was saying in the interview um that part of his problem is that the the metric system in his head that measures um his wins essentially is unrealistic and it's far too high so he'll never ever be satisfied and i swear I swear when he said that it like it struck such a chord with me because I I, I think I have this I, I, I deal with the same thing like it doesn't matter what I achieve. I'll always diminish it. I'll always diminish it and and I, I think that's where the root cause of my frustration comes from. Um, But you know. 
I'll ponder on that and maybe in future episodes we can revisit my progress with that. Um, but I just want to talk a little bit about like what I've observed in my um, my growth as a young adult. Um, a young adult who was moving out of his mid-20s to his later 20s. And you know, living in a current reality that is beautiful and is fruitful, um, but is not exactly how I pictured my 20s to look like. Um, And honestly, how at this point, how funny some things are. I, I feel like part of life and growth, especially when you're just grappling with doubt is you really what I find works for me is I really have to like um just sit in it and and really be very observant about of my life and um really uh the biggest thing for me is my mindset has been a huge thing that I've worked on and just shifting how I perceive things and um that's really helped me have gratitude for everything and I've, I can honestly say, like, I'm so proud of myself for where I am in my life. And I have so much gratitude. Um, and I really actively make it a point to shift my perspective for the better. And it's such a cool thing. And it's such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. Like, life is so beautiful when you really shift your focus on the good things, shift your focus on solutions, shift yourself, your focus on positive things and like positive people in your life. Um, You know, like there's this term that people are always talking about, like, you know, like exiting the matrix and, um, I have have this joke that I say where I always kind of say that, um, I mean, I don't know if it's a joke, but I I feel like I've kind of obtained somewhat of like an an absurdist mindset where I kind of just look at life and I can't help but look at it with wonderment, like childlike, wide-eyed, bushy-tailed wonderment, but also like such moments of like disdain but also humor Uh, I was on the phone with my friend earlier today and she was talking about her job and how um, there's just so much drama at her job and like she works for this um, tech company in the city and uh, New York City to be specific and um, you know it, it's like you I, I had the pleasure of going to the office one day and from the outside looking in it's like beautiful office quite beautiful people um 
very hardworking people. But she was giving me the ins and the outs of what was going on at the job. And it was, it just sounded like crazy. And what I've learned about just growing up, you know, um, I'm not sure who's going to listen to this, but honestly, no one knows what they're doing. And like, honestly, truly, no one knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, at the time that I'm recording this podcast, I um, had the pleasure of uh, fracturing my right, my left, sorry, my left ankle. How did I do that? I went to um, uh, a trampoline park with my little sisters randomly and um yeah I made one wrong jump and I rolled the fuck out of my ankle and now I'm in a cast did I expect that to happen no have I ever fractured or sprained or broken anything in my life no no I haven't and and guess what I quit my job Applied for a different job. Interviewed for another job. Didn't hear back from any of them, right? The week I have the cast on, one of my jobs, one of the jobs I applied to calls me. And they're like, we saw your resume and we would love for you to come in for an interview. Da 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 da. And I go, oh, um, yeah, sorry about that. I'm in a cast. I suffered a pretty random injury and I'm in a cast in crutches. So the woman goes, um, oh, so when do you think you'll be healed? Like, what's your healing time? And I said, you know, a couple of weeks. She said, call me in a couple of weeks. So I hope I have a job at the end of this. But it's one of those moments where you just have to laugh. You just have to laugh. You just have to laugh. I'm telling you, if you don't find a way to find the humor in life, you're not going to make it out alive. Because genuinely, some things are just so funny. Like, even the day I was being wheeled out of the hospital with with my cast on in a wheelchair, my my little sister is, like, opening the passenger door I couldn't help but smirk. I just thought it was so funny how I ended up in a cast spraining my ankle after let me let me let me let me um paint the picture for you. After jumping on a trampoline in a trampoline park for no more than 5 minutes. If that we were not, I wasn't even in that trampoline park long and fractured my left ankle. Hilarious. It has, we just have to, um, laugh. It just has to be funny. We just have to make it funny because, um, yeah, um,
I don't know. Um, I think that what I've also found is that doubt can be a compass for you. Um, Just like with any emotion, if you really take the time, any emotion, any feeling, like if you really just take the time to sit with it and really truly examine it, you can find out a lot of stuff about yourself. Um, I know people are always talking about journaling. I'm a huge journaler. I haven't been proactive about journaling and I want to get back on it. But um, I do, I mean, especially now that I'm, you know, sitting with this injury, I've had a lot of time to just kind of sit with my thoughts, play music, um, really, really examine how I feel and what I think. And it's been very fruitful. And I'm telling you guys, like, the way I'm going about things now as opposed to how I would have been going about things, like, say, at, like, 21, is so different. Um, my advice to all of my 19, about-to-be-20-year-olds, or my early 20-somethings, I'm going to give you a piece of advice that a beautiful internet post gave me when I was about 18, I believe. And it said this, don't waste your entire twenties feeling like you have to have everything figured out. And I believe it ended with, you'll never make it out alive or you'll regret it, something like that. But the point is we're all doubtful. We all suffer from imposter syndrome of some version and you know the thing with imposter syndrome is like it's going to morph and morph and morph and morph the higher you grow the higher you ascend the older you get the more you understand yourself and you know your eyes and ears open up to the world around you you're going to you know you're going to experience some form some form of imposter syndrome as your environment changes you're going to change and i've just come to realize that like i'm just learning to like ride the waves and go along with it um yeah i think that's all i've got for this episode um i hope you enjoyed the first episode of the snob from the projects um I hope these words find you well. I hope they wrap you and warm you wherever you are. Um, Thank you for tuning in and um, I will see you for the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.